Hello and welcome to another edition of Interview with DJ Nocturna. Thank you for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, and share. I'm speaking with uh, guitarist, singer-songwriter Chris Matthews, who was one of the original members of an alternative rock band called Shudder to Think. And now he has a, a, a new band, I guess you can say. It's called Quiz Show. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining me, Chris. Great. Great to be here. Thank you for having me. I meet all kinds of, of interesting guests and a big shout out to uh, Shameless Promotion PR for getting all the different variety of, um, you know, the sort of the in the same kind of genre, but, you know, all different mm -hmm. kinds. Right. So uh, how, how would you describe um, the quiz show? <clears throat> I know it's, uh, it's still rock. Yeah, it's it's alternative rock. You know, the, the punk rock, post-punk thing that I did when I was intended to think is still there. I don't know if I've grown much because I didn't play a lot of music in the interviewing inner in the years between. And uh, more often than not, people say, Hey, you sound like a really good nineties band, <laughs> which sounds fine to me. I'd rather be confused for what I know how to play than um, identified as something. I don't know what they mean. So. so how did that come about? You know, quiz show, why did you call it that? Uh, it's actually, uh, you, might know it's kind of hard to kind of find a band name that people everyone in the band likes and uh yeah that's hard at some point i was you know we tried a lot and i've had i have a list of endless list of names of bands or songs or something that i just keep in my phone and i kept dropping ideas to the people i was playing with and they were like nah not that nah nah so eventually I, I dropped this one because I really like the Q and I like the Z and it's, uh, you know, you don't get that in, in a lot of band names and uh, Q actually has played, played some uh, to my benefit because, you know, when people want to make an A through Z list, there's not a lot of Q bands to choose from. So uh, I've seen that happen, but yeah, I just kind of like the way it sounds. And then there's another story that I learned after kind of thinking of it that made sense. There is... Um, not Woody Guthrie, I can't remember his name now, blanking on it, but someone uh, from the, the folk scene in the 60s, actually it was in the 50s, wrote a song about uh, about the early quiz shows on TV and how they were a fraud. I'm sure his name will come back to me in a second. I know, I was thinking about um, the quiz show. There was a movie, kind of, I don't know, mm -hmm. it's called The Quiz Show. Uh, I don't know if it's called The Quiz Show, but it just reminded me a little bit of that, but... Uh... Right, that's the same thing that that other song is about, that they were faking it, you know? Oh. <laughs> so how do you think you, this this new um, this this new project, how do you think, is, uh, do you think is, is, is similar in some ways to um, The Shudder to Think? Uh, I guess in some ways, yeah, because I, I feel the same when I'm playing, but the big difference is uh, I sing which I didn't do in Shutter to Think. And uh, also in Shutter to Think, the singer was Craig Wedren, who is one of the most uh, incredible talents that's in the business, in my opinion, not just because he's a friend, but just I think that's an objective fact. So obviously there's a very different feel uh, than when he is singing because he can sing with a lot of emotion and a lot of character, a lot of kind of performative voice. And mine's just kind of a straightforward you know, I'll, 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 I'll try the best I can kind of voice and sing, singing loud, singing, singing strong into it. Um, you know, it's not, I'm not trying to pretend I know I'm an excellent singer. I'm just having fun doing it. So quiz show, I, I know you started the, the, the project, the project 20, uh, 2017, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 
you're, you're releasing their your debut your debut LP called Quiz Show on mm -hmm. March 17. But I know you have a bunch of songs that was written prior to that. How come you never released it like earlier? You just, I guess you. Just well, we did. We we self released um, all but one of the songs on the LP as oh, singles, okay. um, and uh, we just kind of did it that way. And then um, we record at the Magic Door Studio, which is Ray Ketchum's studio, and oh. we started recording there before he also then created Magic Door Record Label. And um, as the band grew and personnel changed, we put out two EPs on that record label, which is, you know, only a half a step above self-releasing. It's just Ray just helps us do some things. Uh, but he said, let's put all the singles out as a, as a record. You know, let's just get them all under the one umbrella. And uh, so he and I went went through them all, refreshed them, remastered them and um, just thought it would be a good idea to kind of put it out as a single package at this point. And then, you know, put a little promotion behind it, see what happens. So what is it like working with him? Because he came on the show with Renee. Mm -hmm. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, he he's is amazing producer. So, huh? Yeah, he is really great. It's very, uh, it's very organic. I don't have to think very much to kind of negotiate with him about the sound. He seems to get it really easily. And uh, he's super complimentary and super, um, you know, it makes me feel good about it. <laughs> it's it's a lot of the the hardest part about being in the arts at all is to to make sure that you're not that you're doing good something good uh and uh so he's always been a big fan and so i'm thrilled to be working with him oh and, yeah so how about, yeah. did you guys meet like did you guys know each other for a while or you just actually met? no um we met through kevin march who was the first drummer in this oh. in quiz show kevin's um the drummer in guided by voices uh and ray and kevin knew each other but uh, actually all three of us live in the same town that's that's the other connection we just kind of discovered each other by being here New jersey yeah in montclair oh. new jersey but in the but before you you were living in uh, washington in dc right yeah that's right i grew up in washington that's how shutter to think came about as i was yeah. i was Living there as a kid and met some, met some of the other guys in the band. We, uh, Craig and I went to the same school. Stuart and I worked together, and Stuart was in a band with Mike, and that's that's how the four of us came together. So the quiz show, how, how many are you guys now? Because I'm Kevin. Kevin March is not not in the band anymore, right? No, he's not. So yeah. the band now consists. It's, there's three of us. There's me on guitar and vocals, Jesse Krakow on bass and does some singing, and Joe Billy on drums and vocals. Um, so Kevin uh, Kevin basically got it by voices, took up all of his time, so he had to move on to that. Uh, and then basically during the pandemic, um, Jesse came on to take, take over the bass duties from Frank, who's the one who uh, is on the, these recordings. So what are some of the, I guess, the musical inspiration of the, you know, the, the themes that you write about? Uh, the this terms of vocal, I mean lyrics. Essentially, I, I I write. I found out when somebody asked me about why I wrote all these songs about money, which I thought was funny. I didn't notice. Uh, it's not in every song, but there's a lot of kind of like <laughs> making sense of money, and it's not usually written from the perspective of not having money. It's more the I, I uh, in my day job, I guess I'm a professor of anthropology, so I spend a lot of time looking at power structures and how they work and 
uh, try to deconstruct them. And so uh, looking at that, and I was so like the song Big Bank Theory is sort of about the, the idea of being too big to fail. But that actually is more of a love song. It's sort of a metaphor. Uh, but another way, you know, another song, I'm trying to think what else is about money. Because it's that one comment always stuck with me. No, I can't even think of what else really is about. Oh, that, like a dime a dozen, like yeah, oh yeah, dime a dozen. But that's that's about the that's kind of about the Parkland shooting in Florida. It's oh, it's right. about uh, you know response to that and resilience. So maybe the money theme is more of a front than the, <laughs> than what's going on. Um, you know, uh, I essentially I, I think I I write a lot of songs that are about the kind of critiques of like people who either have power or think they have power. Uh, Pom Pom Boy is essentially a song about, you know, someone who's in, a, in you know, thinks that they uh, know everything and that they, you know, the point of the song is to say you're just really cheering on the wrong people. And that's what a Pom Pom Boy is. Monumental Shade is about the Confederate monuments so and, and tearing them down. And gosh, yeah. Uh, what If is, a song, is about, you know, racial justice. <laughs> So it's a lot of politics, I guess, in the end, with a couple of love songs in the middle. Uh, how do you find? Because uh, I know you, you were saying you're 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 a professor, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, how do you find the time to? I that you you must be really busy with that, right? So, I am. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's one of the reasons I didn't play for uh, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. twenty five years as I was getting that. So I've kind of gotten to the point oh, where I'm a little yeah. bit more established. I'm. I'm not as young as I used to be, and um, I still have the guitars around, and I'll just play when I can. And um, you know, it was usually when there was a moment I would play something, and and I would record it into the phone. And it's not uncommon in these recordings to have my kids in the background or someone yelling for me. It's time to go. It's time to go. <laughs> just trying to get the idea before I forget it. So I make time that way. But another interesting thing about the band is that we've always practiced in the mornings uh, before everyone has to go to work. Um, oh, really? Wow. Kevin, Kevin and Joe, though we've never, they're both the drummers, so they've never been in a band at the same time. Both work at our local School of Rock franchise, if you know what that is. So they, they open at 10 and lessons start at 11. So we have practice at like 9, 15 in the morning, which actually works well for me because then I can you know, go to my office or go go to work or go back home if I'm working from home and still that's, get a, a full day in. That's kind of different from the other like other bands who don't who are more like night people. I guess. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> wow, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean that's that's wonderful. I mean, um, just keeping yourself. I guess you. I mean, you. So you. So now you have a family. So you you did all yeah. that, and then you it kind of like you you came around full circle again to to your passion for music. Yeah, yeah. I got lucky. I got okay. I found Kevin. Uh he was a real, you know, he was like he liked my music and started to think. And so he was like, You you can't not play. You have to play. We need you back in the scene. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then he and I have been playing and we still play when we can. We just he's not he's not formally part of the band anymore. So we're we actually might start something new, but it's it's we'll see if that comes together. He's busier than I am, I'll tell you that much. So the, because I know you said you were a professor in anthropology, right? Is that what mm -hmm. you said? Yeah. So yes. how is that? Um, that is so different from music. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an overlap. I've always made sense of it. It's not so much that what music is and what anthropology is. It's more of this sort of um, 
I've always approached my work as a professor is that it's creative work. It's even though I'm doing much more mm -hmm. scientific, it's not really a, a very heavy science part of what I do. It's more of a, it's social science. So it's, I work with, uh, with material culture. And so my job is to find what the, what it means. Um, and so there's a lot of reading and writing through it to kind of find the ideas that make sense. And so I feel that there's a real parallel to the way I write songs, right? Play music. It's that you start with something, you try and make sense of what it is. Music can take you, it takes you in a totally different direction because you can go anywhere with it. Whereas in my work, it has to be, you know, factual and has to be based in the reality of people's lives. But um, yeah. there's still a lot of room for being creative and innovative and you know, there's sort of an expectation of making a new contribution and as, as a scholar. So that kind of always worked well for me as far as at least feeding you know, music, feeding that intellectual work, because music is its own intellectual work, too. Yeah, especially when you're a professor. I mean, you got you have um, you have to do all these research, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like it keeps you busy. I mean, that's something no, that's <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm just amazed how. Because, you know, the music is like a night thing. A lot of people, they go to nightclubs and sure, it's a different kind of lifestyle. Uh-huh, it is. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm I, I'm not a typical musician. I'm not even sure I am a musician. I'm just, I definitely play music, record music and love doing it. But I don't go to see a lot of shows. I don't stay out that late. <laughs> I'm not interested. I don't, I actually can't stand it when they honest to play it at 11 o'clock at night. Cause yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, um, I, I guess, I guess we all did. We've done it. Yeah. We've done it kind of thing. I mean, one I, I, I never really did either. I always, when we'd play, when I was in charter to think it was, you know, you sit around for hours before you get to play. I was always, I was like, Oh God, <laughs> I never knew what to do with my time. I know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, that's, that's amazing how you, you, you have so many um, talents in that, in that regard. Thank you. Thanks. It's great to have it. So, so I know you released um, a single. Uh, I think you, there's, it's in there two other ones. I'm not sure if they were released already. I think uh, there was two other ones. I know Sound of Kissing, which, yeah. I, which I played yesterday actually on the show. Oh, great. Thank yeah. You. That, one, that one came out in uh, on Valentine's Day. Yes, it's not is cute. It, is that, that's a love song? <laughs> yeah. Is it a love song? Uh, that's definitely a love song, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> with, mm -hmm. with a rock and roll vibe to it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, the, I love that song. It's it's. Uh, I think it's the song that really captures what we did the best when in, is that three as that three people writing. Uh, we'd written a, written and recorded a couple songs before then, and I think we'd kind of found our found out who we were when we went in to do that because we would go in and record basically if we i think we always went in one song at a time we'd learn one song figure it out go it go to raise record it and then move on to the next one because in the beginning we weren't gonna we we weren't playing shows we weren't we had no you know we were just kind of doing it for the fun of it so but yeah and it was also the first song in this band that i ever sang the lead vocal so so do you, do you like singing I do. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, it's I'm it's I'm a little nervous about it because I, I you know, not sure I know what I'm doing, but you know I I get I pull it off and I I do I like the singing. Well, I really hope you guys will make more albums. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think so. It, it has a really good vibe to it. You know, so far that I've seen. Thank that you. Show. Thanks. 
No, definitely. That's the plan. We just have to find the time to to practice and write. But we all love to write songs, and so I and the, the Jesse and Joe seem, you know, who they're also both, you know, pros and have their own bands and own musical, you know, things going on. But they seem to want to play music with me, so that's that's awesome. I feel so, very lucky. So you've got uh, Jesse who plays mm -hmm. bass, right? Yeah. And then Joe, uh, Joe Billy. Joe yeah, Billy's drums, yeah, yeah. drums, and, and of course you. So, and you you released this uh, sound of kissing, and then there's there's about um, how many tracks are there? There's like twelve of them. There's twelve in all, yeah. And so, yeah, two were sort of teased on. I mean, everything's only released on Bandcamp at this point. Um, but the uh, the other two are uh, Dime a Dozen and What If were kind of teased as uh, when the album was announced, and then everything will be out on March seventeenth. All the whole the whole group. So you're the primary songwriter, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. this is my stuff. Yeah, I mean, at the, at the same time, I don't tell the bass players and the drummers what to do. It starts with me. It starts with me on and my guitar, and then we kind of build the song around. And then I don't even usually worry about melody, and let alone lyrics, until the rest of it's in place. Yeah, it sounds good. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think it's. Um, I can't wait to see what what you, what you have coming up in the future. You know, besides right. this, this album is out. So this is going to be released on, on uh, uh, Ray Ketchum's uh, label, which is mm -hmm. Matador Record Label, mm -hmm. show, and that's that's a great title, you know, for the for the for the debut album, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks. And um and um I'm I'm looking forward to, uh, to the album when it comes out. Um, are you going to be releasing any other single before the actual before the whole album comes out? No, we won't. Okay. Just have to wait for the album. Yeah. And then um, are you guys going to be playing out, uh, like in, uh, playing out, doing some? Uh, we're working on finding some shows in May. Uh, Jesse's out of town through April on uh, on another gig that he's got. And then so maybe in May and then over the summer, we'll play a few shows. Tended, we, we've only ever played in, well, no, we did play in New York once. So mostly New Jersey, but northern New Jersey, southern New York in the city, if we ever get a chance. So. So when you were in the in Shutter to Think, well, what year was that? And I know you were one of the founding members, so that was 1986. And then you you played until I, I played until through 1991. Oh, okay, wow. Mm -hmm. So I was on I was on all the records that were put out by Discord, and then it's after after they after I left and Mike left, they replaced got a new guitar player Nathan Larson and um, new drummer uh, Adam Wade, and then then they signed to Epic. And made a couple records before they before you know ending that that era as well. Yeah, but you, that was a good time mm -hmm. when you were on the when you were with the band. Oh, it's great! Loved it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I I have to say that's that's amazing. And then then you did your own thing, mm -hmm. which a lot of a lot of musicians don't. You know, I mean, they just stick with the music, right? I right. Mean, exactly. Goes out to be a professor. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just I kind of had to make a choice at some point and kind of said, well, I kind of like this other thing a little bit more. Uh, it felt like it had a little bit more security to it. I was a little nervous about that. And it doesn't have. Well, I think now I've got the security, but it's like kind of like I could have done a lot a few other things to find a little bit more security than being in academics. But I, I am very happy where I am. Like I mentioned before, I see they're very similar in a lot of ways, in between, at least in how um I approach it and how and what it feels like. 
Yeah, I mean, I I think you're I think you're very successful in very many ways. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, truly, mm -hmm. um, because you're doing something you love, and that's yeah. the important thing. A lot of Indeed. people, a lot of people don't yeah. like what they do; they just do it because that's where the money is, or something like that. But exactly, I totally get it, and I that's another part. I mean, I can be in the band because I have a lot of autonomy over the work I do. You know, I have I have to teach classes, and there they meet when they meet. And I love teaching. I love being with my students. And I have a lab that I run, and I really enjoy oh, teaching yeah, yeah. that stuff. So I, but, uh, you know, I I set the times for that. So I usually teach in the afternoon, so I can have band practice in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so the your students, they probably, um, you know, some of them might be familiar with that you were in the in Shutter to Think, right? Uh, yeah, fewer and fewer <laughs> now that I get older. But yeah, it would it would pop up. Someone would, especially once the you know the internet took off, people would be like, you know, is that you in this video? <laughs> I had hair. I had dreadlocks. I just I I don't look at all like that. So people were I think honestly asking, that can't really be you. You don't look like that. <laughs> well, when when you were with the band in the eighties, did you ever think that you would be a professor? Did did you have any goals like that, and or were you just thinking, let's just do music and I, see where we go? I wanted to do music. I stayed home uh, uh, after high school. I didn't like go away to college like a lot of my friends did. I stayed in D.C. and to play in a band that was not that didn't a different band. And then over the, you know, after that first year of high school, that's when I met the guys and that became Shredder to Think. And, um, uh, you know, and then stayed and went to college in D.C. and stayed a year after that. And then at some point I was like, I'm getting a little old. I got to figure out what I'm going to do. And um, I just I, you know, now I could say I should have stayed a musician. But at that point, I just don't think I had the guts for it. So I, I went and did something else that I really enjoyed doing. And as you've as you picked up on, I'm lucky and I'm happy with what I get to do. So yeah, I mean, you you seem like the thinking man, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, because and then it's funny you're in, you're in a band called Shutter to Think. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations on the on the new um the new project. Thank you. I'm, Thank I'm wishing you. the very best. Mm -hmm. um, we're looking for so are, are you going to be releasing uh, records or any vinyl or just uh, for now we don't have any plan for that yet but people have been asking so we're thinking about it it's just a matter of the cost I think I would do it in a, if it was if it was no cost I would do it instantly so uh, I think the artwork's really nice I don't know if you noticed that Renee yeah little, yeah I, I did actually I was going to ask you about yeah. that I she did the the, uh, the album art cover which is the Green yeah. Bay yeah, well, she made the collage, and then Ray made the did the layout. So it's really both of them for what you see on the album. But it's her her artwork, which is really great. I'd always as soon as she started sharing that, I was like, "That's really great stuff." And then Ray suggested, "Why don't we use one of these for the album?" And I was like, "What a good idea!" Uh, you know, because it kind of has that backstory of because really the record label is Ray and Renee and Kevin March. They're the ones who formed the record label, even though um, Ray does most of the legwork. The other guys are, you know, it was their idea. Let's just put out records ourselves. So, and bring some new bands on, which I, you know, lucky for me, here I was recording with them already. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a nice, it's really nice work. Um, and I think it's really beautiful and kind of different kind of album cover. It doesn't, you know, it's bright colors, it's soft. Uh, it's, not, it's not really what you would think of when you listen to our music, which I think is a pretty cool thing. You know, it's not... Yeah, it has a little bit of light. 
It's not all yeah. dark and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's kind of inviting like to a new group of people. It's not mm -hmm. it's not like not necessarily the ones that that were part of the, you know, that 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 were fans of Shudder to Think. I mean, you're right. you're, you're inviting new people as well. Sure, yeah. New fans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's usually what happens yeah i, I mean that's, yeah. that's great mm -hmm. yeah so um so again if people want to check out uh your band camp show uh quiz show yeah and of course uh there's other social medias facebook instagram and twitter and mm -hmm. all that yeah of course <laughs> all that <laughs> all that to have to take care of <laughs> but yeah so it's quiz show band I think on Bandcamp and Quiz Show Band NJ on Instagram and Quiz Show Band NJ One on Facebook, just because of the way all those things get put together. But yeah, easy enough to find, I think. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to playing the interview and uh, and uh, best wishes to you guys. All right. Thank you. Thanks so much. Yeah, really appreciate you, so you taking the time uh, to, to oh, yeah. talk. Well, yeah. and I, I didn't think I was going to meet a professor as well. I mean, uh, I mean, <laughs> professor slash um, musician. And yeah, uh, there's more of us than you'd think. <laughs> oh, no, I actually have a friend that's a professor, but he's he has all these tattoos and he, yeah. he loves music, but he's such an intellectual, you know. Yeah. yeah um. Yeah. So they all come from all walks of life. I mean, you would. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I I do. Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of musicians are are pretty intelligent people. You know, mm -hmm. they've got to be, especially the the rock punk band. Uh, you know, they do have. Um, uh, you know, musicians are are deep. They're deep thinkers. Mm -hmm. They I they find they that do. to be true as well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Not not talking about myself. Talking about the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, anyway, yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. For coming on the show let me just uh, turn this off okay thank you all right